Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new edition, an all-new show on the Multimedia Men Podcast Network. The title is... Uh, we don't have the title just yet, uh, but we're coming to you. This is going to be a live concert music show. I'm Brian Kluger with BoomstickComics.com and HighDefDigest.com, and this is our first inaugural show, and I'm so excited. Our co-host with the most, uh, this person hails from Lockhart, Texas, where some of the best barbecue is made, and she is a wizard, a maestro, an extraordinaire uh, at photography. Her name is Laurel Coyle, the master of photos. Laurel, <laughs> so happy to have you on the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me here. <laughs> uh, oh. um, what an intro. I really appreciate that. I feel like a superhero at this point. <laughs> I try to because I'm really into pro wrestling. I try to get that wrestling promo out there any way I can. And it's fun because I get to yell and do crazy things. <laughs> it's it's kind of my dream come true to be introduced as a wrestler. So <laughs> oh. I'm getting it all in one. We're going we're gonna to have to come up with a gimmick for you. Your wrestling name and a wrestling gimmick. <laughs> so uh laurel Coyle again she hails from lockhart texas near austin uh she is a professional photographer she's uh i would say like a wizard uh at, at, with music and everything so she's she's gonna be going to a lot of concerts uh for the show and for the site and all of that and her first one for the show she went to acl live uh, so I think she's going to be in good with the ACL community and our... We're hoping. Yes, we're hoping. We're hoping. Uh, the first show was the Yeah, Yeah, Yes, which is just what this show is all about. We'll be talking about yeah. the Yeah, Yeah, Yes yeah, yeah. performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so before then, I would like just to get, get to know a little bit about you, Laurel. What, what's your background in all of this? How did you get involved in photography and music and all of this good stuff? Well, uh, my parents handed me a camera when I was like eight and I took like all of the photographs on the roll of film and uh, they never got it. They never had it developed. So I have no idea what it looked like, but I took many subsequent roles after that. And um, uh, none of them were ever developed, <laughs> but I, I have always had a love of photography and I um, finally, I used to work for the Lockhart Post-Register newspaper for a year here in Lockhart as their photographer. And then I decided that it was time for me to have my own camera and get out there and take my own photos because sometimes I produce too wild of art for, you know, your local <laughs> hometown newspaper. Um well, so are, do you? Thing, I was going to ask you. You said the pictures being developed. Do you? Do you? Do you miss that? Do you miss having the old school photos, having to take them in and get them developed, or developing yourself, or do you much prefer the digital style? Considering none of them were ever developed, and I actually still have some of those rolls of film. Uh, I loved working in a dark room in high school and middle school, um, but. Uh, the fact that I can do it without having to spend a ton of money to get them all developed um, and I can just look at them right away is fantastic. Uh, you know, nothing will ever really replace film, but at the same time, um, 
the accessibility and being able to deliver deliver wonderful photos to my clients like within the next day is pretty huge. Um, and also, I really love being able to tweak them the way that my brain sees them because <laughs> my brain doesn't see things ordinarily. So because you're you're kind of like an all-in-one filmmaker when you're a photographer because you get you have the eye of like a director of photography basically of the shot you actually use the camera and then you edit your photos so you're kind of like a one-stop shop in all of like this process this art process right yes and my camera is actually wonderful for making films uh, it's it's um, a full frame camera and it's uh, it's great for shooting low light and so it's perfect for things like the yeah yeah yeahs. Sweet. And what what was your first interest in music? Because I know you we've talked before, and you're just like really, you just music is a way of life, basically. <laughs> well, my my dad um, my dad had me grow up on the Beatles. He was absolutely obsessed with the Beatles. He actually recorded. Uh, he got got us this thing called a singalodeon when I was a kid. Um, it was basically a karaoke machine. I think I remember that. Could, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and so he ended up keeping it at his house when we were at our mom's and he recorded uh, himself dubbed over four times to make the Teetles because his name's Terry. So he did the Teetles version of the Beatles. <laughs> um <laughs> And that tape is somewhere out in the ether, uh, <laughs> but but yeah. So uh, in you know, I, when I think I think one of my first shows was the Everly Brothers. I mean, they were much older. I'm 36 now, so they were much older at the point at that point. And I saw Wings when I was a kid. And um, so your first anyway, concert I, was the Everly Brothers. Uh, I think it was. It was definitely one of my first. <laughs> um, so, but. Uh, yeah, I was forced to learn how to um, harmonize at an early age, and I hated it. <laughs> but I love listening to other people harmonize. And it was all based on Everly Brothers. My dad would take us to karaoke, and we would have to sing Everly Brothers. And my sister and I could just... I just could not harmonize with her. So we, I never did karaoke again until the other night. So, <laughs> Oh, you got like a, like a what, 25 year gap. you like a, yes. a comeback yeah. show. <laughs> what did you karaoke? Uh, I did Cupid um, by Sam Cooke. And then I went straight into, I want to riot by the clash. <laughs> well, there you go. And the following night, I actually did Black Tongue by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs because I've been so looking forward to this show. Um, and I can't stop listening to them. So um, they're on repeat in my car. <laughs> All right. Uh, and what about some of your interests? What are, where are some of your interests lie uh, musically, um, I guess? Musically, uh, well, I, across the, I mean, when I first really got into it. I had a really progressive older sister who got me into the breeders and, uh, Bjork and Radiohead and, um, yeah, those, those awesome bands. Um, I was very lucky to have her get me into those. And so now I'm just, I kind of like to go across the board. I do a lot of Texas dance hall photography. So I've been kind of getting more into like outlaw country. Um, but oh yeah, it's Johnny that I tend paycheck. To listen to at home. Yeah, love it. <laughs> um, 
I've recently gotten into like the Texas tornadoes and Doug Som and um, I, uh, I just have, I don't know, like I started bopping around and got brought to a lot of shows and sometimes they let me in with my camera. And so um, that's turned into some pretty great jobs for me. So um, that's where I'm at right now. That sounds good. That sounds great. Uh, it seems like you had a passion uh, for photography and music at a young age, and now you're you, you're doing it as a career, which you know not a lot of people can say. Uh, but it was cool because you know if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So that's yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I like, I've always been that person who pushes to the very front of the crowd at a show and I don't feel like an asshole for it because I know that I'm going to enjoy being up there. <laughs> so if I can be up there with my camera and capture all of that in my pocket and be like, Oh, I remember this. And when they interacted with me this way, instead of standing in the back of the crowd and not feeling like, you know, I don't know. I like the interaction. I really like the interaction. I like the interaction with the crowd, but I also really like the interaction with the actual musicians. There. I feel like I missed something if I don't get up there. All right. Is it, do you just feel a connection or a spark or something? Yeah. Well, sometimes they'll like, they'll actually come over and look at you or talk to you and, or sing to you. <laughs> and then you're, then you're like showing them your appreciation and, also, that's the other thing about photography is I love to show people my appreciation for how bizarre and wonderful they are. And so getting to give that um, to someone who's performing for me is I feel like it's somewhat of a trade, although I don't feel like I'm necessarily worthy. <laughs> has, has any one singer singled you out and sang to you personally? Um, <laughs> well, uh so Augie Myers recently, um, he didn't sing to me personally, but he lifted up his braid for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there have been like, uh, definitely, I don't know if they're singing to me personally, but they definitely bend down when I have the camera and they, they give me their best. And so, um, it's, it's, uh, it's fun. It's, it's really fun. <laughs> cool. 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 Um, so, since you're in this whole arena of creativity, uh, give me some musicians or artists that have shaped your creative life. Um, you know, I'll, 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 I'll name a few of my own first, give you a little time to think, but, uh, Michael Jackson for me always, just because all his outfits and his songs and everything like that. Uh, Bob Dylan, uh, Harry Belafonte, Stevie Wonder, John Lennon, uh, Mick Jagger, Tom Waits, Thelonious Monk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, Screaming Jay Hawkins, uh, Hank Williams, Johnny Cash, Louis Armstrong, Nick Cave, um, Brian Carroll, if you know who that is. Um, he's Buckethead. Jerry Goldsmith, uh, uh, Johnny Rotten, Elvis Presley. So those are some of my, I guess, music-wise, for sure, that have all just you know, help shape me creatively with whatever I do, uh, for sure. Uh, just, it, it's a wide spectrum of course, but what about you? Um, well, you know, honestly, you just named off quite a few of mine. Um, but, uh, I, I, this goes back to Karen O 
And, and I don't mean to like, I mean, I really am a, a fangirl. <laughs> um, she's like the Johnny Rotten of my, of females to me or something. She's like so progressive and so fantastic. Um, and she made me feel strong in my early twenties. Uh, she was, she, I went to see her in Phoenix. I think it was 23 and oh my God, she blew the stage away and she's such a nerd in her own wonderful way and like not the stereotypical beautiful woman with a bunch of makeup on and, you know, uh, singing like a woman who, I don't know, on on, um, America's Got Talent or something like that. She just was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to fucking bounce around this goddamn stage and I'm going to, I'm going to swing my microphone around and I'm going to sing. She's got kind of a nasally voice. It's totally not the same as your typical voice. And, um, it was really cool to see that and it felt empowering to watch. And I, it's always stuck with me. And I, um, you know, I also absolutely love David Byrne. (laughs) So not to just keep this on Karen O and my obsession with yeah, yeah, yeahs, but, um, David Byrne, uh, he came out with a, a film called True Stories. Did you ever get to see that? Yes, yes. Um, so it's based on a small town that he made up, completely fictional, called Virgil, Texas. And I live in a small town, Lockhart, and um, <clears throat> this town is full of really strange and wonderfully talented characters. And, uh, and it was before it got inundated with Austin people and it's not totally inundated, but before we all started moving out here, there are still people who have been out here for their entire lives who are extremely talented and really strange. And, um, but his film was fictional and it was about that. (laughs) So, um, I really appreciate his ideas of celebrating the ordinary and, and showing how it's not just ordinary, it's extraordinary. And that's part of why that's what I do with my photography. Um, and, uh, and he's also got like some really awesome political stuff that he's been doing with his, his recent album, which is called American, I should know this American Utopia. I think that's right. And I've seen, I've seen him twice. It's American Utopia. And I've seen him twice, uh, in the last year, um, uh, doing this on stage and he covers Janelle Monae's Hell You Talk About which is like a really politically driven song about um, about the shootings of African Americans in the US and it's been very it's been really cool to watch him because he's not just like fun and awesome and celebrates a bunch of different people and their talents but he also brings in like a really great political leaning and a mess, a good message. Um, not political. I don't know. <laughs> Human rights message. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. It's like a big social commentary and stuff like that. I've seen them live before and it's great. Oh, it's amazing. Well, it, in the very, well, well, I'll cover that for another podcast. <laughs> cool. 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 Um, so, so we talked about artists. What about songs? Were there any any songs uh, growing up that were really important to you that were beacons to like carry you through the day or get, make you happy or whatever? Um, you know, I I listened to a, a quite a bit of rap. 
as a teenager. Ooh, um, ooh. Uh, well, <laughs> it was, um, uh, oh God. No so Limit sorry. Records we catalog. We can edit this, right? <laughs> oh, no way. No way. <laughs> it's, I listened to a lot of Snoop Dogg and Warren G. Oh, and hell like, yes. <laughs> um, I was, I'm still into rap. I still love love me some rap, but, um, but at the same time, uh, um, oh God, I'm so sorry. Uh, cooler than a polar bear's toenails. Oh, <laughs> what is that? Oh, why? I, I draw blanks when people ask me questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to call me out on this and they're going to be like, you asshole. You don't even know. What oh, you're that, that's, about. um, that's outcast, right? It's outcast. Yeah. It's outcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, early outcast um you know uh, i i actually got into heavy metal when i was um in my late teens uh and listened to you know like uh, i was can i say that i drank the the baptist kool-aid for a moment there you go there you go um, we, we all we all had our religious phase i think at some point <laughs> okay all right cool i did not grow up that way but I drank the Baptist Kool-Aid for like three years. And during that time, I got into Christian metal and listened to like Zayo and uh, Poison the Well. And Don't, I don't lie. You listen to Creed too. Come on now. Oh my God. For like a moment, I listened to Creed. Okay? Oh, there it, is. Okay? there it is. Should have been dead on a Sunday morning because I listened to Creed. <laughs> 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 but, um... <clears throat> But that was like, I don't think that I even identified with Creed when I was a Christian. I, I listened to like, uh, um, you know, Zayo was like insanely cool. Uh, but um, then I also went to a lot of shows just as like a straight edge character in at Emo's in Austin um, when I was 17 and 18. And I would like go see Dillinger Escape Plan. And not that they were straight edge, but I just went as a straight edge gal which I'm no longer. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I, I saw Dillinger escape plan and like they were breathing fire on stage and flying all over the place. And um, anyway, yeah, I don't remember like a lot of the, the names for the bands, but that's kind of going to give you a little bit of an idea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like it. My, mine was completely very weird. And I, I used to get in trouble cause I used to, uh, DJ at uh, the University of Kansas on KJHK 90.7 FM and I would get in trouble by the station manager because I would play like my favorite my, kind of like a lot of my favorite stuff which usually were uh, movie themes yes. <laughs> and like TV theme songs so like songs for me you know like E.T.'s theme when you know they're doing the bicycle chase and they, and they fly up in the air you know that, that song yeah. is so yeah. good of actually the H HBO's a theme from 1983 when the camera goes through the town and then goes up into space. I, I still tap my like. Da -na -na, da -na, da -na -na -na. I love that song. Um, you have like a whole podcast for that. I do, I do. It's crazy, but like like <laughs> leopard skin pillbox hat by um, by Bob Dylan, which was later done by Beck, which is also really good. I love that. Uh, which one is that? Let's hear it. Oh, the, the leopard skin pillbox hat. See, you got your brand new leopard skin pillbox hat. I don't know. Wow. Um, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> uh, the first song I ever learned on the piano was Pink Panther theme, so that always... Uh... Yes! Yes! <laughs> 
a lot of John Carpenter horror stuff is really good for me. Um, of course, Thriller by Michael Jackson. Uh, a Filipino box spring hog by Tom Waits. It's such a stupid fun oh, song yes. about all of the f- crazy food he eats. The Highwaymen by The Highwaymen, of course. Rock and Roll Singer by ACDC. Love that song. And Red Right Hand by oh, Nick Cave. Yes. Red Right Hand, yes. That was in Scream. And that was the first time I ever saw that. And I was like, what is this song? I love it so. It, it is so good. And then one I have to say that... I loved for a very big portion of my life. Uh, there's a there's a band called Cowboy Mouth out of New Orleans, and they had the song "Jenny Says," and I loved oh, it. Oh yeah, I loved it. I, I've seen them like 18 times in concert from like when I was like 16 through maybe 28, and they were just a fun ass show. Uh, and that song was always their last song they played because everybody went crazy. But uh, super good. Um, and I love the sounds of silence. People are strange by the doors. Uh-huh. You know, I could, I, we could go on forever. My dad just said that he watched six renditions of the sounds of silence the other day. <laughs> How did that go? I was like, I didn't even realize that was possible, but that's awesome. Yeah, that, that is very he, possible. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, all right, let's, uh, we're, we're going to try to do this, this, uh, we're going to move on from the intros here and questions. Uh, we're, we're going to go to, I think we're going to start this, this next segment and do this a weekly segment, you know, kind of like from high fidelity, you know, top five, top five of what, uh, so because high fidelity is a great film, you know? So I think this week being our first show and it being the yeah, 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 we got to do the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs. So. So, um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. So, coming in at number five, uh, I'm going to go with Date with the Night, uh, because it is like evokes and emits that true punk sound. Uh, it just, it's just so good. I just love it, because every time you hear it, you're just like, yes, I'm in, I'm, I'm up. You're like, you can't fall asleep with that song. Why <laughs> uh, Control is number four for me, just because it is also a great punk song, and the music video for it is just excellent with a bunch of kids going insane. Yes. Uh, Sacrilege is number three, because it is fantastic, and also that music video is probably better than a lot of things I see during the year. She uh, wore a purple sequin drape over her head while she sang that song. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, number two is Zero, uh, because the jacket she wears is amazing, and it says KO on it. And in pro wrestling, there's a guy named Ke- Kevin Owens, and he's KO as well, and I love it. And then number one, Heads Will Roll, because werewolves are the best. Uh, so yeah, Date With The Night, Y Control, Sacrilege, Zero, Heads Will Roll. And I know these are like very popular songs from them, but you know, I love them. So Laurel, top five. What's your top five? Yeah, 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 songs. Well, you're an asshole for making me choose top five. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> but, um, well, so... Uh, Black Tongue is really great because they're talking about hanging out in the back room and fucking pulling it together, which is so cool. And it's also dark and, and like, <laughs> I don't know. You can keep your Black Tongue. Well, I found at the mortuary. <laughs> 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 you know I'm gonna want some. 
Um, okay, so well yeah, played. Black Tongue, I'm cool with. I'm very cool with. Uh, Cold Light, Hot Night, Be My Heater, Be My Lover. That's mm. very sexy. Uh, I also love Date with a Night, but I'm all, I, it didn't put, I didn't put it on my list because I'm... It's too much. Like I said, five is too much. It's an honorable <laughs> mention. Um, phenomena. Uh, that one is, um, I don't know. It just like reminds me that I can like go be a phenomenal person and a phenomenal photographer and just like moves this like, it's very much with date with the night for you. Like it, it like, I'm not going to stay in bed when I hear that. It's like, no, I can go fucking kill yes at whatever i got this and then there's turn into which is like um it's an interesting song because it's like a call for action of she's singing to someone i don't know who she's singing to but she's talking to them about like um basically who are you going to who are you turning into and who are you what you do what you follow in this time so she's asking people like what are what's your purpose in life which is really great and then uh then there's runaway and um that is uh, like a female empowering song for people for women to me who are in like maybe abusive relationships or shitty relationships or even just like not even relationships but situations where they're not they're not being treated right and so it's talking about running away and um and i i think that that's uh you know, a lot of it is just like the female empowerment and, and I love it. <clears throat> so I love that you have a whole different list from me because it all means something different to each of us. And especially as a woman, it means something completely different. No, that's, that's great. That's uh, that, I mean, that's what makes the world go around. We can interpret things and like different things, but we all enjoy the whole collective thing as one basically, which I think is cool. Yeah. So, uh, so top five, we're going to try to do this weekly and uh, even though I broke the rules, no, no, no. Yeah. We're going to do top five weekly. And I think at some point, uh, perhaps for our next show, we're going to bring top five to our audience. So on Reddit and social media, we'll be doing a top five before the show and we'll read on the air live, the best answers from top five fun stuff. So, uh, be prepared for that, but on to our feature presentation, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, which Laurel uh, got to go to in Austin, ACL style, the the show. So, Laurel, you went here. So, the show was a couple nights ago, right? Yeah. And it was, it was at- on, on Tuesday night, and uh, today's Thursday. Um, so, and it was at yeah, the, I, was, was that the Moody okay. Coliseum? It was at the Moody ACL, ACL Live yeah. Theater. Um where they do the recordings and uh, um, I got to be up in the pit for the first three songs to photograph because they only let uh, guest photographers do the first three songs and then it was the ACL photographer. Was was that cool? Um, Was that cool being up there that close and just like, you know, not having everybody (laughs) behind you (laughs) or I mean, everybody behind you? um, Yeah, it was amazing. And I, uh, I mean, I've, I've never felt so intimate with Karen O. Um, I did. I know that I was like right up front for her show that I saw what, like 12 years ago in Phoenix, but like uh, this was something else. And I had to remind myself to take photos because I was just having such a good time watching her. 
she she came out wearing this incredible like fringed cloak that was obviously designed just for her with these matching pants and she uh, like automatically started tearing up the stage and she was giggling she would like stop and not be able to keep going because she was laughing <laughs> <laughs> she was so excited to be able to come back to the stage and um and she was bouncing around right in front of my lens and just uh, I'm so glad that I was dialed in correctly because sometimes you don't know what you're going to get into, especially with a new venue and all the concert lighting and everything. But I got her off the ground. If you look at the if you look at the website, like um, there is there are several off the ground photos. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've seen the photos. They will be posted on boomstickcomics.com and they're super cool. She got some really great candid shots in my opinion um so what did they play that there was a show like over two hours uh i feel like it was um i really was so infatuated uh that i didn't really pay attention to the set list although i can kind of tell you what songs well, were where well, they, well, they we, um, can, we can get there we'll get there sh- yeah, shortly okay. uh was it a sold out show uh i yeah yeah I okay believe so um i know that I had some friends who were trying to get some tickets off of Craigslist at the last minute. So, um, so is this the like, place was packed? The place sure. was packed. So, how yeah. was? Is this like the third or fourth time seeing them, or more? Uh, for me, yeah, second, second time seeing second. them. So, what were your expectations going in here, and did it meet your expectations? My expectations were to see this like badass little flea, little circus flea bouncing around. Um on stage and uh you know feel excited about it but i mean i was i think that like my expectations were far far past met um they far beyond met uh they were so she she must have they must have a lot more money this time for production value because uh, you know obviously they're playing at this amazing theater and they had her outfit was incredible and then she like would run to the side of the stage and slam her foot down onto this cannon that shot confetti all over the crowd and it was confetti y's like the letter y i like y control and i i grabbed three of those after the show i was like i didn't know there were y's (laughs) 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 um but uh um she she has this way where she just like runs back and forth all over the stage and she's screaming and she's singing and she's a direct, she just has like the best, uh, best relationship with the crowd ever. She knows that people are there because they love her and she loves them too. And, um, and she made like the, the encore was really basically about how much she loves everybody um, and, uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, she started the encore with the secret song on, was it, Fe- I think it's Fever to Tell, um, where she's like, okay, anyway, I'm not going to go on to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I like it. <laughs> I could, I could really screw that up though. Um, so, uh, but she, she just was, she, 
definitely gave out a whole bunch of love for the crowd. And I, I feel like she was when she was younger and she and they were doing um, their first round of tours. She was full of a lot of like anger and frustration. And they showed a documentary beforehand that I caught for like just a few minutes. And there's one one scene in the documentary where she's backstage of some place and um, forgive me for not giving, giving much information about this, but she like is pissed because apparently uh, she's not feeling like she's able to be the person that she wants to be and actually like get across the message. Like I think maybe somebody had to told her to tone it down or something and she was backstage in a green room throwing stuff and breaking things and screaming about how this is about the message and not about placating other people and you know super awesome rock star shit um uh but yeah so i think that she's kind of gotten over a lot of that um uh super punk rock stuff and so she's kind of gone into a little bit more of a loving message which is cool um she definitely gave just so much love to the crowd and and like i said like just she kept holding out her hand and kind of raining it down on people it was very very interesting um but her the way that she uses these drapes that she has are like ponchos basically with fringes she has she, she just has them like they're they're these amazing props and she also uses used her um her microphone which was neon pink with a neon green cord as like a lasso so she would just sit there and like slowly swing it around and at one point she it over her head and she would at one point she took it and she shoved it down her pants which were fucking badass pants and then <laughs> and like rubbed it around on her crotch and then unzipped her crotch zipper and then pulled it out and continued to sing with it while it's still running through her pants. <clears throat> um, I could go on about this for forever, but uh, <laughs> no, 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 that's cool. So I'm, you know, if for those of you who are uh, like unfamiliar with the yeah, yeah, yes, they're a group uh, that formed uh, in New York in 2000 and they have only had a handful of albums since then. Uh, like, I would say only four big studio albums in 19 years. But if you read anything about them or hear them, you would see that everybody, music critics and fans alike, it's always, they are all in agreement. Like, this is one of the best bands ever. And they have such a unique and great sound uh, and that has never been done before. So it's just cool that, you know... They're not take. They're take. They take their time to do their albums. They're 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 just so cool in that way. I think. I mean, of course, you always want more from them. But I don't know if you you know got one every year. If they it would be great every year or with these four studio albums. You know, not to mention their EPs. I just think that uh, that this, each album is glorious. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I actually. Um... I stopped off at a gas station on the way to Lockhart recently and you never know what you're going to get whenever you get, you get somebody behind the counter and the guy was listening to them. And I was like, are you really listening to the IAS? And he was like, yeah, I'm a huge fan. And I said, well, whatever happened to them? And this was before they, they came back. And he was like, well, you know, that last album, 
I don't know. I guess people didn't really like it as much. Um, but, you know, they're always going to be amazing in my eyes. And I was like, me too. Absolutely. But, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I think that for a moment there, they probably got caught up in, in – um, and sorry, Karen O and everybody else, uh, not to say this, but I, I do feel like their message – got caught up in a little bit of commercialization, especially when they got asked to do um, the uh, soundtrack for Where the Wild Things Are. Um, right. I don't. I felt like uh, there was a lot of passion until that happened, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I probably need to go back and listen to it. Uh, it, but for for whatever reason, it didn't speak to me the same way that the prior albums had. And so maybe they felt like they were kind of getting a little in over their heads and they were being forced to, to push the envelope more than they really cared to. And now that they're back, I feel like she's they're going to kill it. Not all not just her, but all of them. Um, I mean, the way that she speaks to the guitarist and the drummer, like it's nuts it's so cool the way that they can work together um they've got such a tight relationship where they are following her constantly and making sure that they're they're going along and they're ready for her because she's i would imagine pretty impulsive and so for them to be able to follow that and also like be as badass as they are as as musicians like i i bow down to them <laughs> right no they're they are damn good and i just hope that they're working on something new because they have not released a studio album you know i think well, when was it since 2013 so they're coming up on six years or there are six years um so hopefully we'll get an announcement at some point soon right yeah, I, I I thought that I heard that they were doing a new album, um, but let me look. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm sorry. Look at me. No, 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 uh, no worries. No, that's uh, yeah. That's... No, I I have a feeling that the. I mean, this is probably coming up on. Uh, you know, when any any musician comes back like this, it usually means that there's going to be a new record. So we'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. That Fingers it's... crossed. Yeah, they've. I know that they've still got it in them, so it's going to be amazing. So with the set list, I have the set list pulled up. Um, so they opened up with Modern Romance, and uh -huh. through their 16-song set, which includes an encore, uh, they played Black Tongue, Which You Like, Phenomena. Uh, they did Zero, Sacrilege, Skeletons. And then they ended with Heads Will Roll, and then they came out with the encore with Poor Song, and then Why Control and Date with the Night. And in the the song, well, the thing with Date with the Night is so yes. badass. That is just yes. going out with a bang, man. That is so good. Absolutely, it made everybody like want more. I know that I wanted more, but you know, it was like. <laughs> Once I got pushed out of the photography pit and back to the back of the crowd, I just kept moving around and watching them and watching the crowd. And it was really cool to watch the crowd. Everybody was just so in it. They were so into it. So many women like fucking rocking out and not just women, but men too, but the women were really feeling it and day with the night. Yeah. She, she really made us want more. That's, that's good stuff. So, 
So, what would your what would your final thoughts be for this show and the yeah yeah yeahs? And would are you looking forward to more? Uh, if you don't go see them when they're coming through your town, then you are making a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, don't get up and walk there. Get off your ass. Run as fast as you can and secure yes. tickets. Right. <laughs> Yes, it will change your life. And, Male or female, it will change your life. And for our good friends uh, at uh, the ACL um, and the Moody Arena or Moody ACL Live, um, something like that. I'm, I can't remember ACL the venue. Yeah, yeah our, <laughs> the venue's great. You know, everybody's cool there. It was it, like, oh the yeah, the venue's awesome. the The sound is incredible. I mean, I was right in front of a speaker and I wasn't deaf the next day. Um, and I did not bring earplugs because it was amateur hour. It was like my first time shooting there. So I was right in front of the speaker. She was right in front of me and I, I'm not deafened and the sound was fantastic. So accurate. Wonderful. Um, the venue is, is great. Uh, I've been there several times for shows and they, they really take their stuff seriously and they make sure that it's, it's um it's uh executed perfectly so i totally recommend going to acl live for any show sweet sweet deal and just uh, this is this is a good show to go see and i'm trying to remember before we sign off here was was this uh tour part of something they were like a, a big part of, or there's just something like they were coming through town or because they don't have a new album. So, um, I'm, you know, I really should be looking this, this up. Um, I can't remember this for us not knowing. Oh no, I'm just, I, I was just curious uh, because I know they're, you know, they go on tour, but you know, a lot of bands would either like perform with others or, part of a circuit or even like if they have a new album, but I guess they're just, I mean, they're going around they must love the tour. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to Mexico now. Okay. Yeah. Um, Um, I tried to get them to come out to Lockhart. My friend is, is, is a good friend of Nick Zenner. And, um, and they're, I, I think that they were considering coming out here for barbecue, but they've got, (laughs) you know, Austin is, it's got it's full of things. Yeah, so, so Nick Zenner is, is he's the 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 guitar or does he play every He's instrument? the drummer. He's, he's the, the drummer. drummer. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's Wait, no. I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> Brian Chase. I'm so sorry. Okay. Brian, I met Brian and I well I, I met Nick and I met Brian, but I didn't really meet Nick. Oh, now I sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> edit, edit, edit. <laughs> oh, I like it. Brian it's all Chase. going in. I tried to talk Brian into coming out for, for dinner, but I think that they were stuck in Austin. So okay. um, one day, though, I've put it I've put it in their head. So, Well, it's... that would be an awesome show if they played Lockhart. Holy God, that would be a cool poster, too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the yeah, yeah, yeahs, go see them, uh, if they're in your town, look them up, and if you're in the Austin area traveling there, look up the ACL live venues, um, they are super cool, and, uh, that wraps it up for our first episode, the yeah, yeah, yeahs, we'll be back next week with another band that, uh, Laurel has seen, and 
done photos and all that good stuff for but this is going to be a weekly thing so hope you stick around maybe we'll do steve gunn next week oh steve gunn see a little tease there for you folks out there steve yeah. gunn there you go um so this is the multimedia man podcast network uh it is hosted through boomstickcomics.com and you can find it on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Google Play and a bunch of other good stuff. Uh, and I'm Brian Kluger. You can find me at BoomstickComics.com and HighDefDigest.com. And then Laurel Coyle is all over the internet showing off the photography, the amazing photography and everything else. Laurel, where can they find you? List all the stuff where everybody can find <laughs> you and look at your work. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Laurel Coyle Photographs. So that's L-A-U-R-E-L-C-O-Y-L-E Photographs. Come find me. I would love to take your picture. <laughs> there you go. I would love to take your picture. That is a, I, I like that. It's a, a good slogan. I would like to take your picture. But it's not going to be normal. So don't expect normal. <laughs> don't expect portraits that are painted. <laughs> well, thank you again, Laurel. It was great having Thanks, you. Brian. And we'll be back next week. Awesome. I'll see you then. Thanks, yeah. guys. <laughs>